Entrepreneur on Fire 883. Understand your market better than they understand themselves and you will be successful. If you're prepared to ignite, then EO Fire and the WebinarCourse.com is your fuel. 10 days to amazing webinars. Ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Transform any phone into your business phone with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. That's eVoice.com slash fire. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Lee Fredrickson. Lee, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. All right. Lee is the managing partner at Hinge Marketing and is a rare combination of businessman and research scientist. An award-winning marketer and business strategist, he draws on his PhD in behavioral psychology and his own deep experience as CEO and entrepreneur to help firms achieve high growth and profitability. Lee, given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expand upon the biz. Well, we are branding and marketing, and we work exclusively with professional services firms. And these are things like accountants, uh, engineers, management consultants, IT companies, and we help them brand and grow their firm. We specialize in high-growth firms. And Lee, give me a little insight about you personally. Well, it's interesting. I think I grew up as an entrepreneur. I was raised on a farm and went to school to uh, and never looked back. But uh, I think right from the beginning, I had in my blood the notion that you control your own destiny. And that's, uh, that's what my life has been. Controlling your own destiny, Fire Nation, that's why we take the leap into becoming an entrepreneur. We can call the shots, we roll the die, and then we get back up again. So Lee... We don't mess around here, my friends. We get into your journey as an entrepreneur. And one of the places that that specifically starts is with a moment in time that I would like to call your worst entrepreneurial moment. So Lee, tell us that story. Take us to that moment. Well, you go right for the tough one. It yeah. started with my very first consulting engagement. I just had got my brand new degree and uh, a close friend and I, we said, we've got a way to help uh, ski schools deal with fear in their students. So we sent out some letters and lo and behold, we got a bite from Aspen. So this was the very top of the pyramid of ski schools, our very first one. My partner said he he thought he knew all about the, the kind of personality and the kind of people we'd be in front of. So we planned it all out. We got there and we completely misjudged the audience. We were mincemeat, a bloody pool by the end of the <laughs> evening. We could barely uh, get ourselves up off the ground about what a miserable flop this was. And boy, I tell you, was that a learning experience? And that imprinted on me. It 
you have to know your audience, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, whatever it is. If you misjudge your audience and you put your view of what that audience is like, you're bound to fail. So, Lee, let's do a little bit of a deep dive into this. Now, you misjudged your audience. You took a big swing and you missed. What could you have done differently and what should you have done differently now being able to look back in that 2020 hindsets that our listeners, Fire Nation, could really add to their quiver of arrows, so to speak, going forward? Well, you, you know, you're always going to start with your instinct about what you think the audience needs. But what you need to do is put that off to the side and actually find out the reality of what the audience is like. I would have called up some people, uh, interviewed a few of them, got to know the audience, got to know what their concerns were better. And I, I think that really parking your own view of what reality is and let the audience speak to you, because if you listen carefully enough, you'll find out what really motivates them and what they really need. And you'll understand their need in a way that you can actually fulfill it. See, I think this is so critical, Fire Nation, to really understand, understand and absorb, because I have so many people that come to me and say, John, I don't know what products and services to create for this community that I'm forming. And I asked them the question, well, how many people have you talked to in your community about the products and services that you're thinking about or trying to come up with creating? And they'll be like, well, talk to, I haven't talked to anybody. And I'm like, well, of course, then you don't know what to create because you haven't had the conversations with the people you're creating it for. So Fire Nation, take the time. I know it's not scalable and leverageable, but put it out there that you're looking to have these conversations with your audience. Get on a Skype call. Ask them what they're struggling with, their pain points, and then create the solution for those conversations that you're having. That's the key point. Now, Lee, would you say if you'd had those type of conversations with Aspen, you would have completely been able to change your pitch in potentially a more valuable way? Well, I know it because that after that result, the very next day we had another session with Vale, and that night we completely threw out and redid everything we did, and the next night was dramatically better. So I know it works because we had the experience of doing it and saw the difference it made. So Lee, let's package this up for Fire Nation. Give us in just one or two sentences what you really want our listeners, this is Fire Nation you're talking to, entrepreneurs, wantrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, small business owners. What do you want us to really walk away with from that experience in your life? I think the biggest thing is the uh, that you're going to have blind spots as an entrepreneur. Your enthusiasm and your interest in things is going to overwhelm sometimes and, and you're going to try to view the world the way you want to. Stop. Look at what's going on around, listen to what's happening, and they will tell you what's really important if you listen and look carefully enough. Fire Nation, take a deep breath, absorb that, and see how you can apply that to your current situation right now. And Lee, let me just ask you before we move on, is there a happy ending? Did you guys end up doing this successfully? We did. We moved on to do other things, but you know, I think the happy ending is any entrepreneurial thing you try 
and that you learn from it and makes your game better, that's a success in my book. Love it. Well, Lee, we're going to move on as well, my friend, to another point in your entrepreneurial journey. And, you know, just like I felt that I was there cringing in that Aspen boardroom as you guys were just getting fried, like I want you to, to, to bring that same story type atmosphere to this next one, which is going to be more pleasant because it's an aha moment. It's an epiphany. It's a light bulb that went on at some point in your journey, Lee. So take us to that moment in time. And you've had a lot of these moments, I'm sure, but which one do you think is going to resonate with Fire Nation? And what story do you want to tell? Well, I, I know I know which one was a turning point for me. Uh, this happened a few years later, and uh, I was involved with developing another product. This time it was one that was aimed at helping smokers, uh, at helping smokers quit. It was a computerized program. It was one of the very first ones, and, and we were convinced – and we had data that showed that it really worked, but we were struggling to find out how to reach the smokers, how, how to get to them, what kind of message, because they were pummeled with so many messages about you should quit, you should quit, and everybody around them was kind of shaking their fingers at them, kind of, <laughs> and and we listened to the smokers, and, and this is what it, uh, the point here, John, is when we really did that, what we found was there was so much pain, they knew they should quit, but they just quite weren't ready. So we came up with a line and a positioning that basically said, when you're ready to quit, we're there for you. Ooh. And that was the point. And all of a sudden, it struck that emotional chord. It really connected with where they were, with the pain they were feeling. And we turned that into a television commercial. And what happened after that, uh, it, it just rocked my world because we started growing at 50% a month. Every month, we were selling 50% more and then 50% more and then another 50%. So we went from a million dollars in revenue to a $20 million in the space of nine months. That's the kind of power that you get when you connect, when you really understand not only the logical, the rational reason, but really the emotion and the feel that's behind it. I, I think that that's really the key for people to understand when it comes to marketing, because it's not just a rational choice. It's also the emotion behind it. Humans are such emotional creatures, and I think a lot of times we lose that as entrepreneurs when we just look at the numbers of, oh, is this opt-in page really converting better than this opt-in page? And we see 20%, 40%, 100 conversions, 40 conversions, and things just become numbers and percentages, and, and, and we get lost in that a lot of times. And, and Lee, I love that you're bringing it back to the emotion aspect and to the connection aspect. I think that's such a critical point to make. And so what I kind of would love to do here is sit on this for a little bit because I think it's so important for our listeners. But how have you, from that experience and experiences moving forward, identified ways that you've successfully been able to connect with people and with potential clients and customers that's been really effective? 
I think probably the best, uh, the best example of that is how we've built Hinge. We really started with, with a couple of premises. We, we looked at what is that managing partner that we're selling to or that the head of marketing that we're selling to? What are they really feeling and, and what's their world like? And so we started out by doing extensive research on them and really listening to what they were going through. And we realized that there were several barriers that people keep coming in, in contact with. They, they kept feeling like, well, marketing, that's all, that's, uh, you know, that's all voodoo and it's just a black art and it doesn't really matter what you do because it's not going to work anyway. So we built our approach upon research and scientific so we could show them the numbers. And, you know, we're selling to like accountants, auditors, engineers, and, you know, if there's one thing about accountants, they love numbers, you know, (laughs) so you give them the proof, the rational proof, but you also identify with what they're doing. So we made it the policy that we weren't going to sell anything that we hadn't done ourselves. So our whole marketing approach, we developed that based on what works, and then we turned around and sell that, and we said, you know, don't listen to any excuses. We're not saying we're... uh, the shoemaker's children, we can't do it ourselves. Look at what we do. And if that works for you, if you want to be like that, then we're the people to work with. And I tell you, John, it works so beautifully because we're connecting with the emotion. It's really the formula that's helped kind of put it all together. So Lee, there's just a lot of great things in here that I definitely want Fire Nation to be listening to. Like for one thing, Fire Nation, I want you to be thinking about some brands that you really connect with. I mean, when I say, you know, something or when I just say, what brands do you connect to? Like what brands come to mind for you? I know like for me, Nike comes to mind immediately. I just seem to really connect with Nike. Their their marketing has just weaseled its way somehow into my mind as that's the shoe I need to be having on my feet when I'm running. You know, that's the windbreaker I should be wearing when it's raining out. Like they've just weaseled their way in through very clever marketing. And so think about those brands that have done similar things like that, like Nike's done with me to you, and then study them. Study what they've done to connect with you emotionally, to to really make that strong connection with you as a person, as a client, as a customer, and then see how you can replicate that in your business. Because if it resonates with you, if you turn that around and do that for your clients, it's likely going to resonate with your clients too, because that's something that just feels right within you. So a lot of great things here, Lee. And it really excites me personally to get to this next part now because of these insights that you've been sharing. We're moving into what I call the one minute mindset where I'm going to ask you five questions. And these are going to be five insights into your mind, Lee, as an entrepreneur that I think would be really cool for our listeners to kind of sit on and say, you know what? I resonate with these things for certain reasons. And oh, that's kind of interesting that Lee thinks this way or does these things. And the first one, Lee, is ideally... What do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? That's easy. Uh, ideally, I stumble out of bed and I exercise. That's the first thing I do because that gets my brain going and that's a time when I can think. And then if I can ideally capture the time right after that, that's the time I notice when I have the greatest insight. You know, I do the analysis, I think about something in the night before, I sleep on it, and then I exercise to get my brain going and bingo, it's harvest time. That's the time when you really get 
for me, that's the time when I have the best insights of the day. What is your biggest weakness, Lee, as an entrepreneur? Repetition. I get bored with doing the same thing over and over and over again. And that's important to do for the business. So I've had learned to surround myself with other people who don't get bored with doing the same thing uh, to be a part of an enterprise. Otherwise, I'd get bored and want to move on to the next thing. You know, Lee, that's exactly why I personally, for most of my life, thought I was going to be a failure because I hated doing repetitive tasks. And it seemed like all of my jobs that I had, and even before that, all of the courses that I had to do good in was all about repetitive, memorizing things, doing things over and over again, being in a cubicle and just doing the same thing and dialing the numbers, but having the same conversations. And I just couldn't do repetitive tasks. And let's be honest, Fire Nation, number one, you can turn that into a strength. But number two, like Lee said, I think it's so important That is also an important part of a business to be able to do the repetitive tasks correctly when there are repetitive tasks to be done. So then surround yourself with a team that has those strengths. You know, my repetitive task queen is Kate. You know, she loves that. She's all about the analytics and the repetitiveness and really getting in there and just being very analytical about all these things. So have that team that's strong. Know your strengths and really emphasize those and what you do, and then know your weaknesses and fill those gaps and those holes with people that can do that correctly. So great stuff, Lee. You are so right. You know, for everything you hate, there's somebody (laughs) in the world who absolutely loves it. Loves it. Like, truly, they're like, oh my God, can you please give this to me? Like, I forward my 1099s to my CPA. I'm like, oh my God, I hate even looking at 1099s. And he's like, oh my God, thank you for sending me these. I can't wait to to add these numbers into your spreadsheet. And I'm like, you just said a lot of things that I hate, but good for you, buddy. So Lee, what is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? I think my biggest strength is that I've learned to listen patiently. Uh, people tell me I have a lot of patience for listening to people talk and prattle on and, and so forth. That, uh, and I think that's my gift is to be able to listen and empathize and understand people. Uh, that's what I've always relied on and has given me the greatest power and the greatest uh, strength as an entrepreneur. What's a habit, Lee, that you wish you had? Not sleeping. I wished I didn't have to sleep. <laughs> it takes so much time. And, I, and I'm not that crazy about eating either. <laughs> so if I could get those two things out of the way, I could get so much more done. Oh, man. Well, there are two very important things to do correctly, though. Like I have a nice green smoothie right to my right hand. That's a cup of carrots, kale, celery, cucumbers, some protein powder. So if you are going to eat, it needs to be the right things that are going to energize you. And if you are going to sleep, hopefully it's going to be during a nice seven to eight hour block with no distractions in a dark room making things happen. So I hear you though, buddy. I hear you. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but that, you know, that, that's my, uh, I wished I had a better habits there. <laughs> <laughs> so Lee, you got a lot of great things that are going on right now. I was perusing your site earlier this morning and it's, it's just chock full of awesomeness. But what's one thing above everything else that just has you most fired up? 
oh, I tell you, it's a new piece of research and it's a new insight we have that I'm just so excited about. I think we've cracked the code on referrals. Whoa. And this is referrals within professional services. And, and one of the things, and I think it applies to a lot of things, one of the things, two pieces that really got my attention, one of it is that 80% of people get referrals from folks that they've never worked with or heard of or met. If that's amazing. amazing. 80% of people, there's a huge opportunity there. But the thing that really drives it home is that half the referrals that you get 50% of the time, a person who gets referred to you never talks to you. They rule you out before they talk to you. And the way they rule you out is they go to your website, they check you out on social media, they Google you, and they conclude I don't understand what you do. You can't help me. And all of those things are preventable. So that's what's got me so excited. We find out what the core problem is here. And there's some ways you can do that you can prevent it from happening. I mean, that is just priceless stuff right there, Lee. I mean, if we can really make sure that the outward facing brand that we are via social media, via our website, via other channels is conveying what we want it to convey. And now, Let's be very specific here. Like we want to be conveying what is true, what is genuine, what the people are actually going to experience if they do resonate with that outward facing brand and go inside, dig deeper and get to you. That that needs to be what it represents with you. So what would you say to that, Lay? Amen, I would say to that. <laughs> you know, we, we look for three things in, in your differentiator or your competitive advantage. First of all, it has to be true. Uh, second, it has to be something that's relevant to your audience, the two things. And the third thing is it has to be something you can prove in some way. Uh, you know, if you say we give great customer service and you offer no proof, it's just blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean anything to people. So you have to be able – now, if you say we won an award for the best customer service in the United States, okay, then you've got some proof. But in the absence of that, people just too often just say things that may be true, but they're just not provable and they don't offer any evidence for it and you lose all your credibility. That's the kind of thing that people just turn off and don't listen to. So it has to be true, Fire Nation. It has to be relevant and it has to be able to be proved. I love that, Lee. So Lee, we are about to enter the lightning rounds, my friends. Okay, I'll fasten my seatbelt. <laughs> but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure that everything's running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether I'm on a tropical vacation, running around like a madman running my business, I always have the ability to be in touch when I want to be. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. 
Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Lee, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Indeed. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Other people's definition of what success was. Uh, I, I had reached a place where I was a tenured professor in a university and everyone said, oh, I wished I could be that. But you know what? I wasn't happy because I realized I wasn't doing what I loved. That was it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Do what you love, what you really turns you on. And if you really love it and you really focus on it, that's the best likelihood that you're going to be successful. Don't listen to what other people's definitions of what success is for you. Share one of your personal habits that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. Discipline in writing. Uh, because writing forces you to think through things and put it down in a way that other people can understand. And I think the discipline of doing that regularly and systematically is one of the best things that's really helped me clarify my ideas and my thinking. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Oh, this is going to sound so pedestrian, (laughs) but I would say Google Analytics I mean, if if you can't make money using Google Analytics, you're missing something. This tells you most of what you need to know and the price. I mean, it's free. How can you beat it? You know? (laughs) So if you could recommend one book for our listeners, Lee, what would it be and why? I would say it's David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. And the reason I would recommend that one is is it's kind of the essence that shows you that actually the small, nimble player who understands what they're doing has a real competitive advantage over the big player. People are so often intimidated by large companies, and they don't realize that they really have something that the large company doesn't. And I think this is a real eye-opener for that. Love that book. I can remember so clearly getting to San Francisco on a pretty foggy, typical day. And I had the whole day to myself, my first time ever in the city. I was like, I'm going to go for an epic run slash walk. I pulled up Audible. That was the recommended book to listen to. And I downloaded it. It's a pretty long book. And I just walked and ran the city of San Francisco over the bridge, back and all over the place, listening to that book and just really had such an enjoyable day. And it shares just so many different insights from different just genres and eras of the world, too, in history, which is so cool. And Fire Nation, 
Let's be honest. I know you love audio. You're listening to this podcast. So I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. Lee, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, first of all, I'd put the $500 in my pocket and not spend it on anything. I'd use just the laptop. And what I would do is I'd look for, in this society, what are the big issues that they're dealing with? What are the big trends that are shaping the society, like demographic changes, uh, things that people are struggling with? And then I'd figure out the people who have that problem. I'd spend the rest of that time talking to them about how do they feel about it? What are their issues around it? What have they tried? What hasn't worked? If they, if they were going to start a business, what would they start? What would they recommend? What would they love to buy that they couldn't? And by the time I'd spent the week doing that, I am pretty darn certain <laughs> I would have a excellent idea of how to turn that $499 that I didn't spend. <laughs> I bought a cup of coffee. Uh, I turned the rest of that into that business idea. Love it. Love it. And Lee, I want to end this interview how we started, on fire. With you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. I would say the parting piece of guidance is understand your market better than they understand themselves and you will be successful. They can find me at hingemarketing.com and a whole bunch of free resources because we love to educate and help people learn. That's hingemarketing.com. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Lee and John Lee today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Lee in the search bar, L-E-E, and his show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today, the resources, the books, hingemarketing.com link, or just go directly there. And Lee, thank you, my friends, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you, brother, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.